It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and El Bandito. Welcome to the fiesta. Good evening to all of you beautiful people out there. This is El Bandito, your host for tonight here on the Power Hour of Love at Podunk Radio. Unfortunately, Senor Boyle is already out enjoying his holiday vacations, but El Bandito, the vigilant hero, will be here to see you through the final weeks of 2016 with an exciting clip show where I will be recapping some of my personal favorite moments throughout this first year of the Power Hour of Love. It has been an amazing experience, and I would like to thank all the listeners and artists and musicians and things who have all tuned in and contributed to the show, um, from Funky 49 to The Adventures of Dwayne and Brando to Captain Joel Kilmer. You have all been so supportive and so influential in making this an exciting and fun experience for both myself and Senor Boyle that I just wanted to personally thank you all. But of course, no podcast would be complete without the fans. So thank you to all of our loyal fans, to Steve Z out there dropping the awesomest comments out here all year, to Sandy and Liam over in the UK all the way across the pond listening to the podcast. We hope you're having a great time and enjoying everything you hear. We're going to try in the new year some new exciting ideas to really pump up the show, and hopefully we'll be able to get some UK and some awesome international news into our segments for the upcoming year. But it turns out we have fans all over the country, from Alaska to Maryland to right here in Florida. All of you have contributed and watched our page and helped us along and sent us emails and phone calls and posted on our Facebook page. And we here at the Power Hour of Love and at Podunk Radio just want to thank you again for all of your support. And we want to let you know that we are working extra hard so that in the coming year, the show will be even bigger and better than it's ever been. And of course, we would like to thank all of our friends and family all of our loved ones, for putting up with Senor Boyle and myself as we follow our passion and this dream to make a fun and exciting podcast for all of the beautiful peoples out there. It has been a fun and enjoyable experience, but we know it takes time away from the other responsibilities we have, more so than just saving the cities and saving Florida as the superheroes that we are, but also it takes away from those who want to spend time with us. And we just thank them for being generous enough to give up that time so that we can make this exciting show. Thank you all, and we hope all of you enjoy it. So thank you all, and without further ado, let's get into some exciting clips, some of my personal favorite moments here on the Power Hour of Love. Considering he is not here with us today, this actually reminds me of a time when Senior Boyle was actually kind of late to coming into the studio to be able to record. Let's take a listen to that time right now. Welcome to the Power Hour of Love with Char Boyle and El Bandito. Now, Senor Boyle has not made it into the studio yet. I'm, I'm not really sure what he's doing over there. It seems like he's trying to get buzzed into the studio door here, but he can't seem to get to his card there. What, what are you doing, Senor Boyle? You know, we're, we're supposed to be on the air now. It's 10 o'clock. Uh, hey, uh, El Bandito, uh, uh, I'm, I'm carrying something kind of heavy over here. Uh, do you think you can hold the door? Hold the door! Hold the door! Oh, 
What is all that nonsense you've got there? What is all that oh, stuff? Well, here I, I have the whole uh, uh, Song of Fire and Ice uh, book collection. What, uh, what the hell is that? Oh, uh, it, it's the uh, it's the book series that that show Game of Thrones is oh, based yeah, on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good yeah. show. I like that. There's Look lots how... of uh, sexy naked women in that show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, definitely, man. Yeah. You know, look, look at these books, though, man. Look how thick they are. Like, I, some of these books are over a thousand pages. Wow. Yeah. Do you, you read know, all that? Uh, what? Fuck no. <laughs> I, El Bandito, what I'm going to do, though, is like, I, I'm sick of waiting for, like, you know, different episodes to air like i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna read the ends of all these books and then i'm gonna know what's gonna happen you mean like instead of watching the show yeah well you know i'll still watch the show but like you know then i'll feel like you know i'm better than everyone else because then i'll oh, know how the endings are, I, huh? I get it you're sick of people having spoilers and ruining the endings of episodes for you yeah, yeah, well yeah well kind of yeah but you know like i can kind of like lord it over people and be like haha i know what's gonna happen blah, blah, yeah blah, and blah, then blah, you can blah. spoil things for them oh, so. oh good point i'll be i might just have to do it. here let me look at the back of this one this is the this is the last book uh a, a dance with dragons. I mean, okay. I mean, I've seen these dragons on the show, and I don't think they're ever going to dance. Like they're pretty <laughs> mean and pissed off. I know you've watched the show too. Oh yes, yes. You know, so yeah. Let me read the back of this book here. Okay, what does it say there in the back? Oh, do you want to uh, read it to all of our uh, listeners out there? Yeah, House Aaron. Who the fuck is that? I I don't know. I don't remember anyone oh, named Aaron. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Wait. Oh, this is that Robin kid. This is that little kid. Remember the little kid that was like sucking on his mom's boob, even <laughs> though he was like eight years old. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I'm, wait, does that? I'm, mean, I'm all for sucking on boobies, but does that mean this kid's gonna be like the king or something? This is just like a collection of like you know different like houses. This shit sucks. What is what? it? Let me see that. Let me see. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> this is like some kind of index or something, uh, appendices oh, yeah. or some shit. Yeah, well, you know, you saw that last episode, right? You know, just mm -hmm. so you know, you know, hold the door. You know, listen, if you guys are like worried about spoilers or whatever, you should probably just turn off right now. But honestly, you need to just get caught up with the times. Yeah, and, that yeah. was like two weeks ago that they did that Hodor thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, let me ask you, all Bandito, what did you think about that whole episode? Well, you know, a lot of people, they, they seem like they're very sad at the loss of Hodor. And, and of <laughs> course, he was a great character, Willis, whatever you want to call him. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's I thought it was very fitting that they go back in time, they find out his name is Willis. And you're just like, <laughs> man, f you know, it was like 25 years, you're Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. He's like, what yeah. you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, <laughs> Elvandito. Yeah, I know. I thought the episode got pretty outrageous. Yeah, honestly. you know, for for one, let's take a moment to discuss like Bran traveling through time and and doing all sorts of <laughs> stupid bullshit. You know, like they have this three eyed raven that as you know from the beginning of the show was supposed to be like really cool and some yes, mystic, yes, magical part, and then yes. you get there, it's just some old man who's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he lives like, in a tree. He doesn't even take two minutes to be like, "Hey, Bran, don't go do this on your own because yeah. the White Walker all he has to do is touch you, and then they'll come in here and murder us all." Like that. Look, that took me 10 seconds to tell the audience that. <laughs> he doesn't tell him for a year and a half that they're in this cave or whatever. Oh, that's right. They and were in there for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and then Bran gets all of them killed. So, hey, yeah. good job, Mystic, who can see the future and things. Oh, yeah. You know? But yeah. in the meantime, they're sending poor Bran back in time. <laughs> And then he's going to, I don't know what's going on. He's screaming and yelling. The girl's yeah. screaming and yelling. Apparently Willis can hear the screaming and yelling <laughs> because in the future he's warged or something. Yeah. And then yeah. Willis like loses his shit and can't ever get anything out of his head. Yeah. You know, it just, it didn't make a lot of sense. It wasn't presented very well. Yeah. You know, so as you're going through the episode, 
because of the lack of any sort of context, like no characters are saying anything, things are just happening. To me, the whole thing fell apart. I thought it was directed very poorly. I thought it was put together very poorly. And I thought the message came across very scatterbrained. And while the ending of Hodor himself getting torn apart and his whole mindset being, oh, he's supposed to hold this door and everything, wasn't so much taken, you know, I didn't so much take it as like, hey, this guy is giving his life for this and it's like crippled his brain. And all this. No, like Bran went back in time and made this guy retarded for like no reason, <laughs> you know. And in the end, he was going to hold this door no matter what. So, yeah, you know, because yeah. Willis would have held that door just fine if oh, he could talk. So oh, absolutely. It's, it's kind of just a dick move from this Bran kid and the Three-Eyed Raven seems like he he didn't do anything to avoid this, although he could see it all through time. <laughs> when it's like Willis not being dead, you know, and Hodor being alive would probably have been a lot better for oh, the whole cadre. Oh, definitely, I agree, man, Alvandito. I didn't realize you were such a, a directorial uh, knowledgeable there, man. That, that was a very good. Uh... <laughs> yeah, sorry, I went on a bit of a rant there, just no. dumping on that episode. No, but... no, trust me. I mean, I, all in all, hey, it was interesting, but like. You know, and then you had the little green people yeah. doing this, throwing like crazy grenades, like the little White Walker, like wraiths turning into like, you know, World War Z zombies. It just, it was yeah. very, very it, odd. It got me. very weird yeah. there. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a super fan of the show. Yes. I've enjoyed it for the last five seasons. The sixth season is no different. You know, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's super fun. You know, lots of naked women, lots of <laughs> reckless battles, you know, yep. and, you yep. know, blood and gore and everything, everything you could want. But um, but yeah, some of the magic stuff, it's okay to have magic in your series, but you can't play it that fast and loose when you've had five years of no magic. You know? Absolutely. I agree. And speaking of things getting really out of whack lately. <laughs> I can't believe I went on such a rant about Game of Thrones there. But yeah, I was very passionate about that particular episode. But boy, was Senor Boyle right talking about things getting out of hand lately. Little did we know that 2016 would be such a crazy just mind fuck of a year but i guess in a sense we kind of called it right <laughs> our senior boyle did but hey it's coming to a close now so we're looking for better and brighter things in 2017 and that was one of my personal favorite clips the intro there from episode nine which you can find available to download along with all of our episodes on our Podbean. we post links to it on our facebook all the time so go to our facebook page a power hour of love at the facebook or you can email us at powerhouroflove at gmail.com and we can send you a link so that you can check out any episodes you may have missed. But it's about time for our first musical break of the night, and I would say that this segment is perfect to throw back to a wonderful song that we played in episode 8 from the Extreme Unicorns. Here is Winter is Coming.
And that was The Extreme Unicorns with Winter is Coming. You can find out more about The Extreme Unicorns by listening to Episode 8 of The Power Hour of Love, which is available on our Podbean, as all our episodes are available for download. Or you can learn more about The Extreme Unicorns by checking out their Bandcamp page. You know, just Google them. Use the internets and things. I mean, come on, if you're able to find our show, you can find out some information about these guys. They're really great. They sound awesome. You know, it was a great song. I remember it really caught my eye way back in Episode 8, and it was something that when I reheard this Hodor clip, It made me think, boy, that's one I'd really like to hear again. So I hope all of you enjoyed that. But thinking of extremes, it also reminded me about our very first day in the studio here at the Power Hour of Love. It was a pretty extreme day for all of us because we had a lot of crazy things going on, but also because we were playing a special Valentine's Day game with the crazy homeless guy that was wandering around outside of the studio, Mr. Chucky Bucks. It ended up being one of the wildest segments I think we had on the entire year. And my personal favorite, I mean, every time I listen to this, I laugh and laugh and laugh. So I wanted to share it again with all of you beautiful people. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Here's our Valentine's Day Massacre. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about our guest, El Bandito? Well, as a perfect tribute for Valentine's Day, we decided to go ahead and play a little bit of a trivia game. So we've invited in a special friend to answer some questions about Valentine's Day. So everyone, we want you to say hello to our special friend, Senor Chucky Bucks. Hey, what's up, man? Okay, don't be too excited. Calm down now. See, that that's what happens when you invite your friends over to do your podcast with you. You know, they're like, oh, hey, let me get a drink and, you know, relax. I could be on the air. And then they sound like drunk assholes. What, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you know, so uh, Chucky Bucks, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You guys blew up my apartment last week, man, with a fucking balloon and shit. I have no idea what this guy is talking about. You all bandito? I, I'm pretty sure our lawyers told us that we can discuss that. So why don't we uh, explain to him a little bit of the rules of the game that we're going to be playing here? Yes, yes, yes. So like I said, as a tribute to Valentine's Day, what we did is we have uh, arranged some questions that are Valentine's Day related. They're about the history of Valentine's Day and about the special meaning behind Valentine's Day. So the way the game is going to work is that we are going to ask you a series of questions. For every question you get right, we are going to add $5 to a gift card to Outback Steakhouse. Oh, fucking cows. But for every question you get wrong, you have to put one of these special Valentine's Day candies in your mouth. And unfortunately, I couldn't get the ones that said fucking shit for today, but you know, I'm still going to be working on that. So <laughs> I'm going to be the one you know, asking them the questions. So El Bandito. Yes, and because I'm the expert on such things, I will be the one putting things in his mouth. Chucky Bucks, are you ready to begin? Yeah! Okay, question number one. Who was St. Valentine? Bitch cutting people's hearts out and shit. Can, can you be more specific? I fucked his mom. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, our judges say that's not the answer we're looking for. Should I give him the answer? We shouldn't give him the answer, but probably all the listeners, we can give them the answer. Okay, we'll do that later. Well, so that is one question wrong, Chucky Bucks. So now you have to take one of these conversation hearts and place it in your mouth. Why don't you go ahead and pick one here and tell us what it says? That reading is extra hard, I know. <laughs> Two, one. 
Yeah, I know El Bandito doesn't say this often, but don't swallow. Oh, I can't chew it? No, you got to keep it in your mouth. Okay. Okay, so question number two. And this could be more of an estimate, but what is the number of Valentine's Day cards exchanged each year? 350 million. Oh, that was a little too far off from our number here. So, sorry, Chucky Bucks, you're going to have to take two conversation hearts Holy in your mouth. Holy shit, two to the fucking mouth. And make sure you read what they say. This one's kind of faded. The one I love. The one T love. There you go. You don't have to pretend. We know you don't know your letters too good. Here, you take two and put it in your mouth because it's too wrong. Wait, but I put it in my mouth. I know, it. yes. This is two for two questions wrong. Why now? Why now? That seems pretty appropriate. Why now? Because you got question wrong. That's why. Can I have this? Yeah, you could have more of all your drink. Right. Get it all mixed around in there and chalk it in your mouth. That'd be good. <laughs> okay. Question number three. What mythology does Cupid come from? Roman. Yeah, oh, wow. Very, very good job. All right. So, so Chucky Bucks has $5 in the bank. Yeah, I'm going to fifth with that shit. Okay. Well, well done, Senor Chucky Bucks. Okay. So, question number four What is the most gifted item on Valentine's Day? Roses. Guns and roses. Oh, oh man. I'm sorry, Chucky Bucks, but. Unfortunately, that is not the right answer. What is the answer? We'll go over those at the very end. So now <laughs> you have to put four of these in. No, three. I only got three. Yeah, because he got one question right. So he does I three. I can do math, bitch. <laughs> well, that's certainly a surprise to us. Take a, take a chank. I believe that's chance. You chats. got some real cheap fucking candies here. <laughs> well, we knew we were giving them to you. We're not buying you the good stuff. <laughs> the one I love. I already got this shit. I want a new one. Give me, give me a fucking new one, you fucks. Get real. <laughs> now, just so everybody knows, that Beauty was what... Beauty queens. That was what Mr... <laughs> that is what Mr. Chucky Bucks has on his... Written on his conversation hearts. He's I got him written on your nutsack, too, baby. <laughs> All right, so we've got question number five coming in. When was the first ever Valentine written? Oh, sorry. When was the first recorded Valentine written? If you could just guess the year. February 14th. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't a year. So oh, holy shit. <laughs> that answer is wrong. So no, now that's, we got that shit in, that's, in 1609. Oh, that that's also incorrect. So Well, I think you got your sources incorrect and shit, you bitch. So we're going to have to have you take four of these. That's that's four of these and Dude, you know it's gonna cost more than five bucks to repair the damages you guys fucking did to my apartment. Don't don't be so feisty. You're getting free candy. I this mean we're one paying you. Say shit we? at all. <laughs> what the fuck you guys here? I want a new one. You give me a new one, stick that one up Charbo's ass and shit. Biggest motherfucker in the world. Biggest fucking ego. Maybe, Hello, my love. Here, I found the perfect one for you. This one says, nice boy. Here, play nice boy. Long goodbye. <laughs> the long goodbye. That's what we're going to have when you leave. Nice boy. You better have me another alcohol drink. And true 
true DNA because that shit don't help. That's the second time I got. What was doing? Okay. You can't shut me up, nigga. We, we, we have one more question for you and a chance you to win. one more ten... honey jack? No, no, no. Listen, listen. We have one more question for you and a chance to win 10 extra dollars added on to the oh, Outback Steakhouse gift card. Yes. All right. All right. So question number six. While we associate love with the heart, in Shakespeare's time, what organ was it organized with? Organized with? Man, you sure you know how to read, bitch? <laughs> Which organ was it related to in Shakespeare's time? Probably the stomach. What? Say it one more time. Probably the stomach. Did you say shrimp, shrimp, shrimp? Oh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. No, <laughs> nigga, that's I said the fucking aha, bitch. The stomach. The the stomach. The st the this, the, the, this thing, right? the put the food in it and. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. You. Okay, here comes five hearts. What the fuck Chucky is the answer then? <laughs> you fucking mother! I got six hearts. <laughs> That's okay. You can keep that extra on because this was a bonus question. What next? What next? Uh, Chucky Box is leaving. That's what's next. What do you mean? <laughs> we are going to call security and have him throw his drunk ass out of here. Just say yeah. Just say sir. We do have to give him his reward. Don't go. Hope I see the new apartment, motherfucker. <laughs> so Tell you me you care. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, maybe we should have them sing a song. Okay, that's 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 a good point. We're going to give you the opportunity, while you have all those candies in your mouth, to earn that extra $10. Would you like that? All you have to do is sing the lyrics to The Power of Love. The lyrics. Yeah, those, those aren't lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we should be more specific. Lyrics are words, senor. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, Elban. Steal that string. You swallowed them. <laughs> okay, let's security. What, what do you thing. say? Steal on strings? <laughs> We're stronger than diamonds. Okay, so it, it looks like he's going to just be walking away with the $5 album. No, it's the power of love. Uh, Sorry, uh, can uh, you come up to booth at uh, seven? Uh, uh, You're drooling on yourself. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, let's and we, we need a janitor up here too. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Chucky Bucks, for coming in today, and uh, we'll definitely be uh, checking back with you sometime soon. Yeah. So for today, we're going to send you home with a five dollar gift card to Outback Steakhouse, and yes, we can give you another shot of Jack Daniels on your way out. Yeah. Can I get a new apartment? <laughs> what was so great about that was that Senor Boy was getting so pissed off, you know, because we had invited Chucky Bucks in, you know, to play the game with us. And we told him, we said, hey, we'll give you some, you know, Jack Daniels and stuff. And you could just hang around the studio for a minute and we'll get you in the air. And this guy was like pounding him in the other room and we didn't realize. And he came in here and was just picking on Senor Boy. I don't know what he was thinking, but he kept just like calling him names and everything like that. And I mean, man, Senor Boy was going to kick his ass. I was laughing so hard, man. I mean, you could hear me giggling through the whole thing, you know, because he's not really saying anything to me. But uh, I don't know. It was pretty funny, man. <laughs> that was by far my favorite game we played on the show. And I think it's the first episode. It really set the tone for what we wanted to do here at the Power Hour, which was have a lot of fun. 
um, and keep people informed at the same time. You know, you got some some good Valentine's Day facts, which I don't think we ever actually gave the answers of, but <laughs> at least we got the conversation going, and I'm sure a lot of people pursued those answers on their own in the future. But as a bit of an homage to our beginnings and to the first episode, let's go ahead and jump into another musical break with the first song that we had ever played on the Power Hour of Love, Milk and Doo by my personal favorite, the legendary Funky 49. Milk, lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade, around the corner, fudge is made. I don't smoke bowls and choke when I'm my control Just smoke something, I'm so base, it's all Deliver my life, baby, it hurts at time And between making beats, I spit some rhymes in I never move a keys, beans and ounces It's worth a cone that I be bouncing Like take a quick finger, what is base? I trigger My woofers get bigger, my woofers get bigger Milk, milk, lemonade Around the corner, fudge is made Milk, milk, lemonade Around the corner, fudge is made Milk, milk, lemonade Around the corner, fudge is made Milk, milk, lemonade Around the corner, fudge is made Milk, milk, lemonade Around the corner, fudge is made Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. Nothing ever hits like a weight's rolling. You play a saw loud, your mama's scolding. Recommend doses, two letters, OD. Hard beats, fucking rhythms be captivate me. The only time I place all hit the pause is when I move a doo doo until you draw. This goes out to hatchbacks and coopies, hit wagons, SUVs, and hoopies. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner, fudge is made. And that was Milk and Doo Doo by the Star Crunch King, Funky 49. Hailing from Tampa, Florida, Funky 49 is one of the hottest nerdcore artists out there, so make sure to look him up online, check out all of his awesome tracks and all the awesome music and the ensemble performances that he does with Emergency Pizza Party and a number of other bands out there. Thank you for all the love, Funky. Keep being funky. But speaking of funky, one of our most popular and funkiest segments has quickly become the Video Game Zone. So what started off the Video Game Zone? It was this segment right here. Nice. Hey, El Bandito, what are you doing? New York City, present day. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I got so into that last song. It, it made me want to play the Comic Zone. Oh, man. This is pretty cool. Yeah, the classic the classic Sega Genesis game, Comic Zone, where oh. you're, you're like a comic book artist and you get sucked inside your own creation. <laughs> Episode 1, Night of the Mutants. Yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. I got nostalgic to play this. This is like the hardest like fucking game ever. <laughs> Look, my guy's just punching like crazy. What's he saying to that chick up there? It's uh, I, I think he's saying, come home with me tonight because you're beautiful once. Hey, you just picked up some shit. I did. I picked up that woman. No, I picked up some dynamite and I, I think he's trying to punch her. I don't know. Yeah. My guy's going crazy punching. <laughs> Why don't you try to grab that, that knife? There we go. Okay, wait, we got him. What's that, a beer? I, th I think there's some, some pills. Oh, man, look at some that. Just, junkie. He just drew some it's, guy. Oh. oh. Man, you're pretty good at this game, Albert. He just he just blew the guy up with some that, dynamite. This is basically what I do all day, is fighting crimes and things. And I stabbed that guy with a knife, too. I guess I have to punch him some more. Hold on. Punch him. Punch him. Push other buttons. Come on, dude. You were punching just fine a few seconds ago. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. So, El Bandito just beat the shit out of some, uh, some orange guy. Yeah, he's this orange mutant thing. And now, look, I have a choice. I can either go to the right or I can go down. In the background, they have the, the head of the Statue of Liberty because this is obviously some messed up world. Okay, I'm going to go down. Hey, there's another head of the Statue of Liberty. Some barrels. I love these drums, he says. I think you're supposed to beat him up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, kick the shit out of him. <laughs> Take that. I am destroyer. Oh, look at there's a fist. Nice. I wonder what he's going to do with that later. Oh, I, I know what I would do with a fist. Oh, oh look, it turned me into a superhero. Whoa. That's because you're already a superhero, Bandito. <laughs> oh, look, at, is that a rat in there? It is. I think it's, it's my pet rat. I have to save him now. Oh, you're not supposed to eat him like in Demolition Man? <laughs> it's the Carnestaratus. Come on, get him out of there. Beat the shit out of that cage. Oh, is that what we're doing? We have to beat up this cage? Yes, okay, there we yeah, go. there you go. Hey, look, hey, this is the tune from the song. Well, I, or I guess th this is the tune that inspired this song. Yeah. Wait, come back here. That was a good track, too. I really liked that track by Action Adventure World. It was. That was an excellent track. And like I said, it got me in the spirit of wanting to, to play this game because it's a very, it was a very jazzed up song. It was. It was. And yeah, it definitely, uh, it really, uh, yeah, you definitely got to, I think you got to open up that little manhole you have there. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna pick up my rat again here. Take him with me. Don't worry. We are going to make it through. There you go. Down in the sewers. Oh, you're in the sewers now. Ah, oh, well. Ooh, look, the sassy woman's calling me. Watch out, I'm scanning for life forms. Uh-oh. Oh, look at those guys. They got hooks and shit. Oh, yeah, man. Who's this guy? I punched him too. Yeah, beat the shit out of that guy. You Wolverine wannabe. <laughs> Oh. He's like Baraka. Oh. He's like Baraka de la Caca. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. playing this game when I was a kid, and it's just crazy, crazy hard, you know, because there's so many different choices and these little secret things in here. And you know how classic games are. Nowadays, they make games so that you, you play through your adventures and have a good time. And back in the day, they they, they made these games so, so you, you, you 
had to keep pumping quarters in them, you know? <laughs> so they, oh, totally. They, they wanted to die all the time. They were big money makers back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely, uh, I mean, look at that dish. It doesn't look that bad. I mean, it looks really cool. You know, it definitely has that comic book feel. Yes, this was definitely one of the, one of the, the better games that came out. I mean, I know you said it's pretty difficult, but you're kicking ass so far. Well, I am a natural-born ass-kicker, so that helps. Well, this this guy's tough, though. Look at him, like, 15 times. What's he doing? Okay, another hook guy. Cough, cough. Now he's dead. Okay, bye. Thank you. But I was hanging from that pipe. It probably made my attack not so good. There you go. Oh, it looks like you got a little lever up in that room right there. Oh, and the sexy woman's is back. There she is. I don't like that crate, she says. Watch out. Okay, we'll get rid of this crate Right. Do we just punch the switch too? Is that what we're doing? I think you have to get the crate and then uh, hit the switch. Oh. I'm just going to punch this crate. Oh, <laughs> looks like that works too. Low tech solutions, my friend. Oh. oh. Yeah, okay, so. so that was a trap. They yes. made me go down there and get beat up by this barrel now. That's good. Take him out, man. Oh, what's that? Uh -oh, I don't know. What was that? I think this game teaches a lot of good stuff. It's just like whenever something's in your way, just beat on it. Yeah, just punch the shit out of things. <laughs> oh, more orange guys. Oh, look, this guy asked me for Oh, man, you just knocked that guy through the other pages. I did. I knocked him through a panel. This guy, oh, he killed me oh. with a slinky. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you're done, man. Oh, dead. Game over, man. The end. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. When it comes to the power hour of love, the game is never quite over. So let's keep it going with Comic Zone by Action Adventure World. Hey! Are you guys ready for some Comic Zone? Let's go!
And that was Action Adventure World with Comic Zone. Now, Action Adventure World, of course, you recognize has 8-Bit Dwayne, who you may know from the adventures of Dwayne and Brando, the eclectic rap artists who bring together modern rap and classic video game tones to create a genre of music that is self-defining in its freaking awesomeness. So if you don't know who they are, go and check them out because you just got your nerd card revoked. If you do know who they are, go and check out their new shit, go and re-listen to some old shit, and go and spread some love on their pages and social media because they are two fantastic gentlemen. Senior Boyle and I have had the pleasure of meeting several times, and they always show us plenty of love. So go out there and spread some love with them as well and give them a shout-out from the Power Hour of Love. Now, believe it or not, both that Comic Zone song and the segment first aired on our show in Episode 2, so that's going way back there. But like I said, was the humble beginnings of the video game zone. And so we realized it would be more and more popular for people to reminisce about old video games and learn about upcoming video games. We've incorporated that and made it more of a part of a show. So look for that and more video game features in the upcoming year. But you know, in this segment, we discuss what a test it is to actually make it through some of those old 8-bit games. So that got me thinking to another one of my favorite segments, the shit test. Oh, come on. I know we put you through the, the ringer there, but you ended up passing your test. That's right. I did pass my test. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah I'm glad that you mentioned that, Albandito. That just gave me my 40-second wind. <laughs> so, yeah, you, are, uh, you, you passed your superhero, what was it, initiative test or something? Uh, like? uh, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but it's, it's your shit test. Yes, yeah, it's the superhero interim test. Yeah, so, yeah, the S-H-I-T. Yeah, uh, my initial you know, uh, try, you know, I failed, you mm-hmm. know, just, just, cause, you know, you know, we're always, you know, out late fighting crime and stuff like that. And I didn't, you know, catch up on my, you know, studies, you know, they're always passing new rules and stuff with this mm-hmm. thing. It's just, you know, it's just like state law, you know, it's always changing, but, uh, you know, he got, uh, you, you know, that, that first time was like a real, you know, me, me failing. It was a real eye opener. You know, I know you, you, you know, you passed yours a few years ago, mm-hmm. but you know, so it was just like, you know, I was really kind of like down on myself, man. I definitely didn't want to be a registered anti-hero. Oh, definitely. You know, you, you don't want to end up in any of those bad categories where, you know, you're going to have to start wearing weird costumes and second guessing yourself and brooding and all that. We didn't want any of that nonsense. So I'm glad to hear that you passed your test and now you are a grade A certified, you know, shit. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. And you know that's that's the thing. I've even got my I've even got my cool ID card right here. Check it out. Oh, let me. How come they give you this great big giant one? Because, man, how do you think I was supposed to fit in that picture? <laughs> okay, well, I, that's cool. How they turn yours the long way too. Exactly, you know. And it's like you know when I'm walking around and like you know if somebody was to stop me, you know mm-hmm. somebody's like uh, you know almost like meter maids, but they're superhero maids, and they kind of just you know they're they're off to the side. You usually don't see them. They're like the Men in Black, but they. You know, they want you to show your identification. You know, I got to pull my arm like, you know, 300 feet tall. Like, you know, mine's going to be pretty big. If not, I'm going to be able to find it. Oh, definitely. You know, you, you want to have those things on hand because, you know, the last thing you want to do is have to pay all the fines and fees and everything, you know, because you show your registration card, then they can, you know, get it with your insurance and everything like that. And then, you know, if you knock a building down or something, it's the, you know, you just pay your deductible and, you know, everything works out good. You know it, man. And, yeah, you know, I did hear, though, that there – there are some benefits to being like an anti-hero. Like there's like these special clubs that you can get into that are just strictly for anti-heroes. <clears throat> also, let me guess you you've uh, you frequented the uh, you frequent these clubs before. Uh, I'm, I'm, I may have been once or twice. Well, I'm telling you, man. Like you know, just because I was in there with a couple guys that were just like 
you know, I thought I was unprepared for the test. Like these guys, they just did not give a shit, man. They were just uh-huh. like, you know, they like they, but they wanted to retain their their anti-hero status, you know. Mm, and it's yeah. funny that, you know, even though you become an anti-hero after a couple of years, they catch back up with you and they're pretty much like, look, you have to go take the test. If you don't take the test, you become a registered villain. Yeah, because it's it's the same thing like when, you know, you're a small business owner, if you, you know, don't show a profit for so many years, they, they turn you from a business into a hobby. It's the same thing. Yeah, if you're yeah. an anti-hero for too long and you're not doing enough good stuff, they're going to switch your card right over to villain. And before you know it, hey, you know, yeah. Tarbol and El Bandito are going to be knocking on your door. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to have my, uh, my, my superhero card back. And, you know, like I said, that, you know, failing it that first time was a real eye opener. But I got to say, El Bandito, I, I really got to shake your hand that, like, you know, you, you you really helped me out there, uh, but I can't give you all the credit. I also have to give it to my old mentor, T-Bone, was there to help me uh, get back in shape. Yeah, it was pretty awesome because I know he, 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 you know, he's not only, you know, your old mentor and, you know, showed you a, the, the early onset of your superhero days, how to go through all the paces with, you know, all the shit you have to deal with with the test and everything. Yep. But I, I know that he's he's also one of the instructors at the shit test. Yes. So not only could he, like, kind of prep you ahead of time, he was also there to like conduct your test and not to say that he would give you any kind of leniency or special treatment, oh, definitely but he's not. definitely encouraging when he's got, you know, his foot halfway up your ass there. Pretty much, pretty much. I'm pretty sure that was one of the tests and I did pass that one with flying colors. <laughs> now for anyone who's not too familiar, T-Bone, he's an old friend of ours and a superhero just like us. Yep. He is really cool. You know, he's, he's part of the prime cuts team of superheroes, you know? Yes. Yes. They're, they're, they're a, a pretty pretty uh, high high shelf, you know, superhero team that they always get called in when things get a little meaty. <laughs> yeah, that's why most of the time people, you know, they call them the meat men, but you yeah. know, they're, 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 they're prime cuts. You I was know? gonna say, don't say that around uh, <laughs> T Bone, man. That, yeah, it's almost to him, it's like an insult. He's not a super fan. He prefers the prime cut, but yeah, he's really cool. They call him T Bone because you know his he's, he has some weird powers or something, and it gives him all of these uh, like bone like protrusions out of his knuckles and arms and things. And he's just a rock solid badass dude. Oh yeah, and when he hits you with one of those things, man, it does not feel good. I mean. I have to tell you, you know, like we were there and like, you know, he had, you know, I was running these laps and doing all these obstacles and stuff. And he was like, oh, trouble. You better not go and like, you know, go and get up in that thing, man. Try to grow big and just jump <laughs> over it, man. You got to go through that thing. And I'm telling you, man, it was like, you know, it was, it, it was, yeah, it was good to have him there. But I'm telling you at the moment, I was just like, man, I just like to grow to 300 feet tall and stomp on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling if you try to grow 300 feet tall and stomp on T-Bone, he probably put his hands together and shoot those shards right up in between your toes oh, and probably yeah. cut your feet in half. Oh yeah, definitely. Or, or give me like one of the, the worst splinters I ever had. Oh, you know it, man. While I was uh, there at the, uh, at the test, you know, I did notice a lot of new instructors there, and there there was quite a few women instructors. Oh yes, I got the phone number from that one. Uh, what was her name? Copper Jacket or something like that. Oh yes, yes, yes. She was uh, uh, Copperhead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. I don't uh, know. I'm not good with names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was. She yeah, was she very was the, nice. The she redhead, was, you know, with the long legs. And I, I did want to, you know, have her as my primary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have her as my primary everything. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but of course, as soon as T-Bone saw me, and he, he kind of knew the predicament I was in. So, you know, but of course, you know, as soon as he saw you there too, El Bandito, he's like, oh, well, why don't you come over here and get in the middle of all this, you know, and all that <laughs> stuff. And, you know, so. Yeah, yeah I unfortunately the- never got to train with T-Bone, but, you know, of course I met him a number of times and everything like that. So, you know, he knows me and boy, I'm glad I don't train with him. I think he would kick my ass. I'm telling you, man, he's a tough guy. <laughs> you know, that's why he's on prime cuts and we're not. Yeah. And, well, okay. 
Now, we we have to give a shout out to T Bone because I don't know if he told you this, but uh-huh. he did let me not only observe, like I know you know I was observing Absolutely, you taking your, yep, your yep, test. Yep. But um, you know, I got some special permissions from him and we were actually able to record the audio of you taking your test. What? No. Oh, what would you, oh, oh, uh, El Bandito, you better not be thinking what I think you're thinking. Oh, that's that's what I'm thinking, senor. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill T-Bone. I'm telling you. Oh. No, we're going to give all of our, our wonderful fans out there the opportunity to hear live um, some certain segments, you know, because we can't publicize everything, but we have some certain segments of the superhero interim test that Senor Charbol took and passed. So if you ever wonder what a passing grade sounds like, we're going to play it for you right now. Man, I just got two words for that. Fucking shit. <laughs> Superhero interim test. I am T-Bone. I'll be your proctor for the SHIT's final exam, or as we like to call it, the shit's final push. We have to hold this test in a secret military airplane hangar, because one of y'all's big ass is too big for everybody to see. Now let me get a look at you maggot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. What the hell kind of shoes are those? You're supposed to wear boots out here, boy. What do you mean I was supposed to wear boots out here? I always just like to wear my regular shoes because I play cool like the ball. Oh, is that so? Well, your cute little light-up superhero sneakers just earned the rest of the group a five-mile run. How cool is that, Mr. Tarboy? Now let's move out. I don't know what I've been told. I don't know what I've been told. Emma Frost's heart is mighty cold. Something, something mighty cold. Uh, Hey, Al Bandito, uh, do you think maybe you could get me a water? Don't be giving him no water, Bandito. I have your ass out here running laps too, sucker. Um, I don't, I, no... Come on, man. I'm dying out here. Yeah, I don't. I did. If if I get anywhere near that course, man, they're gonna suck me in out there. I'm not doing that. Uh, fucking fucking shit. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. See, see, that sounds pretty good, right, T-Bone? Sounds good. Your pain is music to my ears. Makes me feel all warm and tingly. Now drop and give me a 20, fool. What do you mean drop and give you 20? I'm not giving you 20 bucks. I don't want your money, fool. I want your pain. I want you to push. Now get down there and push. Push. So how many of these I got to do again? How many? You push until I'm good and tired, you hear? Okay. Okay. All right, okay, I'll give you 20 bucks. Save them 20 bones, Mr. Boyle. You're going to need them to buy a darker colored suit when you get registered as a villain. Because you ain't got what it takes, boy. Now keep pushing. Push it. 
Okay, Senor Boyle, T-Bone has done all he can to train you and to build you up for this moment, and I am right here with you, and all of the Power Hour fans are behind you, rooting for you, cheering for you. So dig deep and remember, what time is it? Uh, it's clobbering time. Get those knees up, Tarboyle! Uh, uh, fucking shit. Pick up them big buses you call feet. Let me see you climb, boy. You got it, Tarboyle. Dig deep. Did he really get the course record? Hell no, Bandito. He wasn't even close. I just told him that so he'd move his big ass. Course record? <laughs> that fool nearly failed. Hey, is that a microphone? I thought I told you I didn't want you recording me. Give me that. Wow. Get back here, Bandito! <laughs> so that was that was Senor Charbol uh, passing his superhero interim test. You know, I have to say, all oh, bandito, that 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 does sound pretty funny. But when I was in the heat of the moment, oh, if I would have yeah. known you were recording that, oh, I, I, it would not have ended well. It's, it's not too funny when you're uh, when you're in the midst of the test, you know. And I, we did, you know, I mean, come on, you can give me some credit. I cut out all of the uh, the macing and tasering and stuff like that. You know? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, man. <laughs> it really took a lot for Senor Boyle to get through that shit test. I, I think he should consider working out more throughout the rest of the year, you know, and not just around the time for the test. But, hey, that's a conversation me and him will have another time. But that recording of the shit test actually came from Episode 8 of the Power Hour of Love, which, again, like all of our episodes, is available on our Podbean, so feel free to check it out anytime. You know, download them, keep them for yourself, enjoy, have fun with them. But, boy, talking about tests, talking about 8-bit games, nothing to me was harder than the original DuckTales. So thinking of tests, that game, and amazing video game remix artists, only one song came to mind to close out the night. Yabaseo, by the anything but dastardly criminal, Word Burglar.
creator, an anti-time waster, doomsdayer, building foundations to fuse later, read it in the newspapers, tell the new neighbors, he's really out there, like when Tasha Yar screwed data, mass crusader, the innovator, new beta, strange truth like Labor Day, you don't do labor, two major drinking bruise at the bodega with a That was the delightfully verbose word burglar with Yabaseo. Make sure to check out this crazy Canadian who's all over the web with amazing music and amazing music videos. His newest one, Channel Halifax, just dropped a short while ago, so make sure to YouTube that up or look for a link for it on our Facebook page. Well, that is going to go ahead and wrap things up for the Power Hour of Love tonight and to wrap things up for the year for the Power Hour of Love. Again, from the bottom of the hearts of Senor Boyle and me, El Bandito. Thank you all to all of our fans, to all of our listeners, to all of our friends and family, to all of the people who have supported us and made this a fun and exciting adventure, to all of you amazing artists, to Justin McPatches and to Podunk Radio. Thank you all. Happy holidays and Godspeed. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great. But what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's
just me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. <laughs> Consider that a divorce. <laughs>